Running for mayor? Come on, oh, Melanie. Come, come on. on. Why don't you throw it? Oh, I am. I'm sick, sick. Oh, come on now. She's running. Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> the people have spoken or didn't speak. 1,500 people spoke. Out of how many? I have... Um, I just got the email from uh, Benet saying they didn't get the number. So. Right. I heard that it was about 1,500 people. So I'm off by my 800. So, yeah, I mean, look, we said all along, and I, and I think, you know, you could clearly tell uh, by the... Uh, vitriol? The vit- well, look, first of all, all they needed to get, all the people that wanted to stop this, all they needed to get was one-third plus one, right? So, um, I think they got more than that. Uh, I know they got more than that, um, but... Uh, point is, you know, and that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we're just going to continue to have annual meetings where who can bust the most people for a four-hour period at one building on one day. No absentee voting, no early voting. I mean, you know, how many how many people voted in the mayoral election last year? I'll tell you exactly. I got it written down here in my notes. Bear with me. 6,223 people voted in the mayoral election last April. And that was a big turnout. That was a big turnout, right? And um, for to to put in perspective, Mayor George won uh, one of his elections, and I think there was eighteen hundred votes. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, there's you know, it controversy generates people, but this was such an insider thing. It was very complicated. It was uh, organized. People and look. The transparency people outworked the caucus people on it. The question is, 
who paid I, I really think the Facebook ads yeah difference in this right and I understand Facebook ads aren't that expensive but who paid for that I mean seriously I I wrote my op-ed and it's been published a couple different places and stuff whether you legally have to file with the state board, because they're saying you must spend at least, I think it's $5,000 to, 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 um, no savvy. to uh, have to file with the state board of elections. Here is a group. We don't know. We have no idea what they spent. Okay. Uh, we don't know who's paying for it. Okay. Did they hire a democratic consulting firm to, to run this campaign? We're hearing that they use Dem digital for Dems um to uh to run this campaign and we know that uh they're the guy who owns that firm randy it was it was his name weingarten or weingarten yeah weingarten randy randy weingarten was a saw it was a singer i think no but um in any anyway, whoever the guy is um and i'm sure you'll put it up with the right name and uh but whoever the guy is he posted in any and then he went into this whole scribe about the caucus is controlled by a bunch of right wingers that's you well, first of all, anybody that thinks that I, first of all, I am, I worked for Judy Barr Topinka. All right. I'm pro, I'm pro choice on the abortion issue. I'm pro LGBTQ rights. Okay. Um, now I am very conservative on fiscal issues and on cri crime, tough on crime and on national security. I'm pretty darn tough. Um, it, it, we talked about a couple of weeks ago with Israel, but I'm hardly a right winger. I mean, I'm I'm supporting Nikki Haley for president. Okay, uh, you know, oh, well, she is <laughs> governor, former governor of South Carolina, former UN U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. All right, hell of a president. But in any event, this let's keep it local here. Um, yeah. So, but uh, look, me first of all, I'm hardly running the caucus. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a voter just like everyone else here. So um, whatever. How do you think? How, how, do you think ben, ben how does the caucus then slate somebody like Eric Gashkarian, who's a Democratic precinct committeeman? I mean, Nancy Novit is, a is uh, I'm told, is, is Democratic leaning. So and she just got reslated as alderman. So, I mean, this the caucus is bipartisan. OK, I mean, the, the caucus has always been bipartisan and I hope always will be. Look, yes. Am I a Republican? Yeah, darn straight. A very, a very moderate Republican. Many people in my party call me a rhino these days, but whatever. I, I, I don't care. Um, the, but I never want Lake Forest to be controlled by either the Democratic Party or the Republican. OK, I want it sure. to remain nonpartisan. I want it to remain bipartisan because I think most of Lake Forest sits in the political middle. All right. I mean, I can I can pull out reams of election data to justify that statement. Um, but, uh, you know, I, who who paid for this campaign? All right. Be don't be hypocrites and call yourself transparency and then not be transparent about who wrote all, who are all your donors and who did you hire? What were the expenditures? Did you hire uh, Dem Digital for Dems or any other firms? How much did you pay in Facebook ads? How much did you pay in yard signs? How much did you pay in flyers? How much did they pay in other things that we don't know about? Did they do targeted direct mail? I've heard rumors 
that there was messaging through the Lake County Democratic Party. And again, just rumors no. could be totally wrong. So, I mean, there were, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know what was there, but everybody should be fully, there should just be full disclosure of all that. All right. I mean, there should be, um, just be trans, be transparent. Don't be hypocrites and call yourself transparency and then not be transparent and don't hide behind a technicality of, Oh, well, we didn't, we don't have to file because of this clause in the state board filing no different than Ms. Beidler. It didn't wait till after the election to disclose just how much she was spending and just who she was hiring. Because I think a lot of people were very incensed when they saw that she was hiring democratic political consultants and people that worked on national presidential campaigns and stuff. I mean, it was insane what 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 she was spending and who she was hiring, and then the the, the gall to come, come to call yourself nonpartisan. But look, people, the, the vote was taken, and it, like I said, they went into this. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe number one, I, I would have, I would have, you know, they, what's that phrase from the Untouchables? Um, they bring a knife to the fight. You bring a gun. The caucus brought the knife, and the transparency brought the gun. So maybe the caucus needs to, uh, the caucus should have done advertising. Um, my, my son, who's away at college in Virginia, um, he's getting the Facebook ads from Transparency because he's from Lake Forest. So how much did they spend on this? And the caucus should have done it. You know, the whole thing that made me come forward, and I came, when I first made my comments way back in the during the mayoral election on Facebook, and then you had me on the podcast with with you and Scoo, was because I was worried that Prue was doing all this stuff unchecked. Because at that point in the campaign, the caucus had not done anything. They had not spent much money. They, um, meanwhile, Prue was sending mail, was already doing mailers and was knocking on doors and had all these social media ads. I mean, my, we, you couldn't open a YouTube video without seeing a Prue Beidler ad, and, which is fine. I mean, that's how campaigns work, but the caucus wasn't doing any of that. And I felt obligated to come forward. I'm glad the caucus did start a campaign later on. And, and I think towards the end, they were matching her in terms of the mail and the social media. And at the, um, uh, you know, and I think a lot of people, once they learned uh, some of the stuff going on and uh, how they felt, they and saw the debate between Tack and Weidler, they they went with Tack. Uh, but the whole reason I came forward was because I thought the caucus wasn't campaigning, and I wanted to make sure people knew that. So, look, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's easy to be the Monday morning quarterback, or in this case, Wednesday morning quarterback. Oh no, hold on, Joe. We Look, at least we, we this podcast has been beefing about the caucus leadership for several years. This is a result of the weak stick leadership of starting with Mike Adams, who is now on the transparency side of things. That f- goes into Kim Fail, that goes into uh, David Hunt, and now you got Bennis. And I know you like Bennis, but <laughs> look, man, it's all. A lot of stuff needs to be corrected. I've pointed hey, a lot. Look, I'll, I'll give, let's give Chris Bannis credit. He he brought this motion forward, right? He with the rest of the caucus. All right, they 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 realized there was. It would have been very easy to just say, you know what, let's just leave it alone. Let's not deal with it now. And 
like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. I would have if you're gonna if you're gonna be a bear, be a be a grizzly bear. If you're going to war, go with overwhelming force. So they really should have. Maybe they should have done ads. They should have done all that. And look, the caucus discloses all their. They file reports with the state board of elections, so it would have been fully transparent how the money was being spent and who, and all that. But if like I said, I think the social media campaign, I'm not sure the effect of the yard signs, they were hard to read um, and stuff, but I really do think the social media campaign, I think, made a difference. What was the Democratic email? And who knows? Like, and the the Lake County Democratic email list? I mean, who knows? But like I said, I, I asked, I, and I, a lot of people have gotten very angry at me for asking this the other night at that meeting and, and gotten to a little social media keep the keyboard warriors out there get, get, get with the fake there. accounts yeah but here i still have this very very basic question and comment and that is at the end of the day all of this is about the quality of life in our city right yeah I mean, this is what and and what is the job the mayor's doing and they clearly hate randy tack that is very clear to but me. Why do they hate him? Seriously, I don't know. I mean, maybe they, I'd love to have him come on and, and explain it because I, I think some of it has to do with the train issue, which Mayor Pandalian on this show said was pure demagoguery. Um, some of it has. That to mean do- bullshit. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, some of it has to do with uh, block the box and all that, and there was a court ruling debunking all that this week, um, but we should talk about it a little bit, but, um, or last week, court ruling last week, excuse me. Um, but, you know, and then some of it has to do supposedly with Randy's personality and then the whole not slating men, not slating, slating women uh, yeah. issue, which again, uh, great. Then why didn't you support uh, the first woman, Governor Judy Bartopinka, a first woman that would have been governor against the guy that later went to jail? And who was the most liberal Republican in the history of the state. So we can't claim it was a partisan thing. Uh, but so all that, I mean, but I want, I, I think Randy's personality is fine. I, I, my interactions with him have always been very good uh, since, you know, and when I first came on your show way back with you and Scoo, I hadn't met any of these people. I didn't know a soul in this city, really, other than like my next door neighbors and a few other people. I didn't know anybody involved in the caucus, anybody in city government, nothing. Okay, and but I've come to know uh, Randy. I've come to know many of the aldermen. Come to know many of the people in the caucus. And as far with Randy particularly, I have I think he's a great guy. I mean, I I get along with him very well. That said, even if he was a total jerk, he's doing a great job as mayor. I mean, I don't really you know people get all upset about personalities and stuff like that. I care about the job somebody does. All right, nice nice guys aren't always the best guys. Or nice people aren't always the well, best people to hire for a job, right? Because you need a job. That's it. I I, I think he's nice. I think his wife is really nice. Um, and I, but I, I most importantly, he's doing a nice job for the city. And again, what does this have to do? How does this affect me? Okay, all right. You live next to a train track. You're upset. Okay, I get it. I don't agree with you, but I get it. You live next to a train track. You live next to uh, a, a suddenly a condo being built. You're upset. Okay, I get it. I don't agree with you, but I get it. All right. I live next to Eloa Farm, and I I'm not one of these NIMBY people. I came to the city council in support of what Eloa is doing. All right. So I, I put my money where my mouth is on that. Um, but 
All right. So there's very localized issues that affect like two or three precincts in this city, if even that, two or three blocks. And um, but and the woman issue, again, has been debunked. And I have made it clear, I think one day there will be a woman mayor of Lake Forest and I'm uh, slated by the caucus. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Come it's on, just, Kathy Waldeck, do it. Do it. it. sounds like she doesn't want to do it, but do it. Um, that, that makes her the perfect mayor. It's true. Usually the best people are the people that don't want to. So, I, so we, I think they're, I, they may want to be hanging out in Florida or Arizona. Well, here, Joe, Joe, love us, hate us, just, <laughs> us, hate the process, love the process of the caucus. You know, I was doing my very scientific poll as we were standing there, you know, welcoming uh, people coming in, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. I think some of those were middle fingers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think. That's how I knew the thing was going. Where, where I where I come from, you're number one. So, but the, anyway, it's very nice conversations with a couple of people. No, but kind of my point is like the people that said no, Mike. Have you ever volunteered your time on the caucus? That's also a no. Yeah, you know. Or let's here's here's something. So this the annual meeting is not really supposed to be a vote. It's it's a meeting, right? Well, the actual meeting in the uh, auditorium or wherever that room they call it is. Um, is that, um, you could have had it in your kitchen. There was like less than 10 people in the actual meeting. Everybody showed up, voted and left. They didn't listen to the candidates. They didn't listen to any of the presentations. None of that. It was it was. Yeah, you could have had it in your bathroom. I mean, a few people were there. Well, some of these like forest homes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some. But yeah, I'm serious. I mean, so again, uh, you had people that, look, we know at once they showed up, anybody that was in line knew what they were, knew if they were a yes or no, right? There was nothing. It's not like the regular election where the guys stand outside and, you know, try to get you to vote for a down ballot candidate or something. Um, but though, I, honestly, though, I've talked to a number of people who didn't understand all of this, who I think if they fully understood the issue would have voted yes, but thought they were, they they thought voting against the Prue group would be a, a no vote, okay? Because they thought this was a change the Prue people, I mean, they, they, look, people, you, you, you and I live and breathe this stuff, right? Or, or are involved in this stuff, but but or, there's or, or go to the bathroom with this stuff. But there's people who you know are passive um, uh, stuff. But if you sit down with them and and explain it, like I like I said, I I know personally from a friend of a friend, there was someone who was very supportive of of Mayor Tack and very dismissive of the of Bidler's campaign. Um, and until we had this conversation she thought she was supposed to vote no because she thought this was like a pro group referendum trying to change the thing so i got i i changed her vote explaining to her this but how many other people thought they were supposed to vote yeah no when they That's were Venice's fault man well look this is a this is a this is a re, you know you talk about making the sausage or inside baseball whatever the analogy yeah. you want to use this is the ultimate inside stuff, man. This is people, and that's why I go back to the big picture. What, what is this all about? This is about the quality of life in our city. And every time we have any type of 
vote on real vote where lots of people come out and there's multiple options to vote early voting absentee voting uh different polling places like the and referendum people voted overwhelmingly that they love lake forest okay prue prue Beidler got uh, about the same percentage of the vote as darren bailey did when he ran for governor and no one including me is taking darren bailey seriously anymore. All right. So, I mean, uh, hey, yeah, everyone has a right. I, I will defend the right of anyone to this is a free country to speak. OK, I, I never want us to be North Korea or Iran. Um, Westlake Forest. Any <laughs> any place where this is uh, democracy and, and freedom of speech are, are pillars of, of what this country is all about. So, of course. But at the same time, I think you've had a history here of a select minority of people, the, the tail wagging the dog. And I, I go back in time to the history back when uh, Mike Rommel was mayor. And we could, Hi, have, we could have had a Costco in Lake Forest generating all sorts of uh, tax revenue for us, but a very small group in a one neighborhood um, convinced the city to, to, to stop it. And that was under uh, Mr. Rummel's term as mayor. I understand Jim Preschlack's dad was the mayor before that, and he was all, all in favor of it and worked was working to bring it in. And look, the environmental issues are BS because they later built the Lake Forest, the city of Lake Forest building there next to Hallis Hall. Um, and the Costco ends up getting built on the other side of the tollway. Um, you know, and I think if, if Mike or Melanie Rome will want to run for mayor again, or if Mike wants to run for mayor again or Melanie, they should run for mayor of, of Matawa because Mike Rummel did more for Matawa than anyone in Matawa by, by, by shooing that Costco away and putting it in Lake Forest. Now, if my history's wrong, please correct me. But that's what I've that's what I've read. Casey Erlocker, uh he's he's laughing his well, I don't think he was the mayor back. Casey's a good guy, but I don't think he was the mayor twenty uh, years ago when Carlos, he's still yeah. laughing his ass off. Yeah, but I and every time I go there, look, I got a family of four, so we go there a lot. Um, every time I go there, I but, I cringe. I look at all the cars with those Lake Forest stickers on it. I'm like, that people are this could have been revenue for our city with no impact on any neighborhood, including Conway Farm. Back to back. The Bears to, were against it, so be it. Who cares? They suck. Uh, back to last night, uh, <laughs> and you bring up the Rummels. It was good to see the Rummels. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, they don't like you, Pete. Why? Oh, uh, I think that, that was a sort of a friendly exchange. <laughs> well, you were friendly. I, you asked a legitimate question. And well, for the people that don't know, of my question of because at the at the caucus, at the preservation or they're not preservation the uh, I get them mixed up preservation and uh, transparency it's all the same stuff yeah at the tra at the transparency meaning I very asked and I I, I preface it with thank you for the very historical presentation you gave thank you Melanie um, but you in there in your remarks you you said they shouldn't have slated Doctor Tack and now that he's been mayor can you give me any reason why he shouldn't have been slated and she oh, I don't have to answer that question you then asked and she got outraged and you asked again last night and uh, I, I wish you had it on video but you do have it on audio you asked are you running for mayor and I think it's a fair question because a lot of people in town 
are thinking she this is all about her being the next candidate uh, for mayor, either, you know, in 2025 or, you know, I I, I tell the people what happened. Yeah, I guess going to run again. I hope he runs again because he's doing a hell of a job. Joe, uh, we, we asked you for the time of day. We didn't ask you how to build the watch. <laughs> but is she is she running? And you asked the simple question. Are you running? And it, it merits a simple answer, yes or no, or a fair answer would be, I don't know, I haven't decided. That Any of those three answers are fair. Are, are fair better. Answers. Are better are, than what I got. Yeah. Instead, do I roll the tape or are you going to roll the tape? <laughs> Running from air? Come on, oh, Melanie. Come on. Why don't you throw it? Oh, I am. I'm sick, sick. I'm sick of you. Oh, come on now. She's running. I don't, maybe we have it at the beginning of the show. I don't know. But just whatever you put you, it. you were right there. We were there with a whole bunch of people. Oh my gosh. I wish everyone could have seen it. You're gonna hear the audio, and the audio is a little uh muffled because of all the noise going on in the Gorton Center. But my gosh, Pete, the the expression on Alderman Rummel's face, Melanie Rummel's face, the vitriol, the hatred, the redness in her face. At that moment, it was as if you were like killing one of her children. I mean, she was just, she's livid, okay? And I, I don't understand that. I've been, look, I've been an elected official too. I took a lot of crap in the 12 years that I was on the boards that I was on. And I take crap for being on this show. That's that's part of that's part of this process, all right? That's fair. I mean, if you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. But for someone who is continuing, now she's retired as alderman, that so be it. Oh, she's but not she's continuing to be out there in the public's in the public's um uh, in the public world giving that presentation last week at the meeting. So yeah. she's game to discuss. Um she she just she gets outraged at you asking a simple question of are you running for mayor? And it just needs one of the three answers. Yes, no, or I'm, I haven't decided. That's all you need to say, Melanie. Well, it's the, since you can't get to the point, Joe, it started with Mike Rummel saying, hey, Pete, why don't oh, you yes. grow up? Okay. Mayor Rummel uh, was a little, he, well, he told you to grow up, right? Told me to grow up. I'm like, dude, I'm 6'6". Six, six. And then. You're 50 you know, said, what, years old or. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And, uh, well, I do look young for my age. But uh, then Melanie, she gets gets to pick, oh, tons of hair product. And then uh, Melanie Rummel comes up with the Pixar eyeballs at me and (laughs) says, uh, she's sick of me. But all right. What an overreaction. What an overreaction, I thought. Why is it an overreaction? Look, I, I, you know, I... I'm a Republican. I supported Mike Rummel when he ran on the county board. And uh, I'm sorry that he lost. I'm sorry that uh, Sandy Hart got another seat and more control of, of the county because the Democrats have, or they raised the gas tax over there. So I wish How was- you have when you have these insurance people, you have these financial advisors that go into the public office. They don't want to piss anybody off. So they lose customers. So you can't trust anything that they say. Because they just smile and they glad hand, with the exception of last night. Well, so, that, that was anything. I was about to say that's anything but smiling and glad hand. So 
So don't worry, Mike, you'll never be my insurance agent. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I don't know anything about his insurance business. All right. And I, I like I said, I don't I, know. All I know is I'm not know gonna, his record that well on the county board. I don't, but I don't, I don't think we'll be doing business together. I, I, I still don't fine. understand how they uh, did. They do they know that Prue Bidler gave money to the guy that beat Mike Rummel for county board because it's out there. When you spend all that money in all the different ways, who who knows? They they got to have a, a. I just a, I I hope they know money. that 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 Prue gave money to Mike's opponent, uh, Parekh, um, when he ran and beat him in twenty twenty. But all right, so uh, so 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 that happened, and the other thing that came out was, uh, I guess they're really mad at my caricatures. <laughs> I go, you mean your political cartoons? Yeah, I go. That's the whole point of it caricature <laughs> you're driving me to drinking protein shakes here yeah, um sure. yeah, yeah no a lot, uh, of, a lot of insure last hey, night public works guys are these recyclable or not i it's, it has a little recycling logo and i just want to make sure put, i don't want to put, put it inside of a cardboard box i'll ask uh i'll ask mr wicca but isn't that the point of a caricature is to like i did a cartoon last night of the incident and i put my note that's just what i came up with okay that's my caricature. You know, I mean, you did caricatures of me. Uh, I don't care. I mean, look, again, like I said a minute ago, if you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Yeah. This is public. If you're going to put yourself in the public um, arena, be prepared for somebody to criticize you. People have criticized me. They criticize you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a big boy. I can take it. Somebody called me Big Joe online. I, I don't know. I've lost like 25 pounds, you know, so... Uh, I need to. I would. Well, told, the show's gone downhill since you came on, Joe. It, yeah, it's got more views. <laughs> I mean, I love Skew. I saw Skew last night. He's a great guy, and uh, I think the I didn't was, see Skew. I'm disappointed in that. I saw him. He was vote. He was casting his vote. He's a, he's a citizen. He was doing right. the right thing. Um, but um, and they trust me. I what they did to him was terrible, and you can just read those emails from Alderman Rummel on her city government account. Of what she said about him, um, they, that speaks for itself. Well, it was good to see the Karras family out, and uh, yeah, I met you. Met the uh, the shout daughter. out to the daughter. Hey. Reese came up, said Did hello come up to you. No, she thanked you for raising her profile. I think you should have thanked her for raising yours because that's what happens when you call somebody out. Um, whatever. I mean, it was well, a polite, you know. I, I give props. You know, she came up. She could have just stood in the back like her dad and and mom but yeah i mean like i said i i have worked with so many different people over the years and i just i don't take any of this stuff personally i don't care what people say about me you know unless it's a complete false thing like you say i i robbed a bank and i didn't rob a bank that that's a false statement so i would i would certainly jump in and uh correct but, that uh, but but I don't understand these people that can't handle criticism, can't handle you even just walking up to them and asking a simple question. Jeez, and it's not everyone. I mean, there the, the the one or one of our your social media critics came up to you and seemed to have a nice little chat. And what was his name? Um, well, too many too many Philippe's in town. I can't. I know there's only one Philippe in town. Philippe? Is it I, looked, Philippe? I looked at the voter list. Uh, there's literally one Philippe in the city of Lake Forest, and that's well. Uh, well, the discourse that we had is whatever it was, it is, Philip. It was Philip, and there's Philip. a lot of Philips. That's a pretty common name. Okay, 
Um, let's just keep it witty. Shout out, you were a nice guy to me. You were a nice guy to Pete last night, and we'll have that coffee sometime. I look forward to that. Nice. And I'm I should not having support. Nobody I'll have I don't coffee know. with anybody. You know who does coffee? I can, man. I'm, drink, I'm drinking a caffeinated protein shake right now. I'll drink coffee any chance I can. <laughs> I need it. Look at me. But it was uh, such a. It was a. It was just seeing everybody come up. We saw Paul Hammond come up, and yeah. Uh, Looks like he was about backpacking there with his backpack and all that. Uh, He's a nice guy. Very I I nice chat. Look, I I I welcome I always welcome talking to people. Who else did you see? I, I'd interrupt. I I, I shouldn't uh, interrupt you. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm walking down the street and cars are honking and no middle fingers. Disappointed, but it was all in, you know. Thumbs up. You're yeah. honking to get your butt off the street so they could get through. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Look at that uh, and then it was crazy the there last night. Yeah. I mean, nobody got hit by a car. I was worried that the old people coming in the parking lot. Oh, really my God. I we had a couple close calls there. I was, uh, which Second. is why, if they're going to, if this, if this annual meeting, this is my two cents. If this annual meeting is going to continue and be a, a, a Shit show. place, uh, same thing. Uh, if it's going to be that every every year, maybe they need to have a process where it's it. First of all, it, it ain't a meeting. It's just a vote at this point. Nobody went to the actual meeting inside. Um, but maybe there needs to be a better way to do this of having it just like a regular election with early voting and multiple locations and all the options you got for real for the real elections. Because, I mean, that, there were people that left. And um, because they're like, I don't have time for this. I got to go. So um, I'm important. And I just again, I go back to the whole premise of is is something like this. What is the correlation between what happens four hours, one night at Gorton, as opposed to an actual election where everyone uh, has multiple ways of voting um, from home or uh, early or different locations, all that stuff. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I just I think it's it's just who who can get more of their friends to a quote unquote meeting that nobody even actually attends the meeting. Well, last night was good for a podcast. I don't know if it was necessarily good for the city or not, but yeah. if, you could, if you could take all that energy and put it into something like productive, you know, because you, you saw people coming together over a cause. Okay, that's great. So whether it's a Democratic Party using Democratic money, whatever it is, you can get people together to 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 fight for a cause. Isn't there a better cause to fight for than? Well, the- they have a lot of little causes here and there. Um, but you're right. Lock I the mean, box. Yeah, you want to talk about the lawsuit? I think we've I think we've talked enough about the vote now. Yeah. You- well, hey, you know. Shout out to uh, Turkla and the Democratic uh, far left for, I don't know, what they for the nothing burger. <laughs> they had their 15 minutes last night. All right. Um, but yeah. I, oh, wait. Hey, Joe, did you get that yeah. video from Turkla? No. Ch- yeah, check your phone. Did he send it? Send it to me? I got an email from John Turk. Yeah, with the uh, recording of the meeting he did. Remember, he said he's going to give it to us right away. I'm being facetious. It's not there. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> I need I need more coffee. 
yeah, no, I. All right. No. So that, on that note, we'll let, Hey, it was good to see everybody out there and, uh, you know, hopefully we can do more, have more fun events. Hey, we got the tree lighting come coming up. Yeah, come on up. I had, I had a lot of nice people come up to me. I'm sure you did too. Um, you know, uh, when, even when I was voting, I mean, the, the person that was and, and props to all the people working, uh, the voting, including the League of Women Voters folks. All right. I have my disagreements with them on some national issues. They're, they're kind of taking some sides on things like school choice and things. Um, Can't believe uh, that. that. But uh, I'm, I'm a, I, I was told actually by uh, Mr. Bennis that they were very helpful last night. And that was not easy doing what they had to do. So props to, um, you know, standing around for four, four and a half, five hours, counting all that stuff. Uh, making sure I, I don't think anyone's alleging that the elect that the, there was any funny business last night. So that's great. Um, so props to all that. But uh, well, people are making comments about the Iron Mountain voting boxes. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that, but yeah. Uh, with with packing tape, keep keeping that. Well, look, I mean, I don't think they anticipated this much of a crowd. I heard at one point they had to run and make. Uh, more photocopies of, of this. That's why, again, I think if 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 the annual meeting is going to become this crazy uh, of voting and not not an actual meeting every year, they're going to maybe there should be a different way to do this so that everyone does have an opportunity. Because again, I think you have a sliver of the actual voting population involved in this. Okay, so why why do we why are we in uproar with these people? Uh, these okay, block the box. Let's talk yeah, about right. It. So so the same faction of people. It's it's all these same people. So these same people cost the city. And Dorfman did his article yesterday, and I can't tell if we spent one hundred and fifteen grand or forty three grand in legal fees, but it was greater than a dollar. So these people cost us money to put a lawsuit out there for this decent looking building. And uh, they're, they're, they try to hold things up. And what was it, a 19-page? Uh, yeah. That the judge did, Democratic judge. And he basically, it was a shutout. Yeah, I mean, it was basically, he. if you read through it, and maybe Pete, you can, you have, you have the court ruling, right? So you can, yeah. make, is there a way you can post it up on your social media and stuff if people want to see 19 pages i'm i'm trying to get into yeah, i think so again I can... we're, we're we're i think i think people this is a public document so yeah i think people well, we should can put a link it. to it yeah sure yeah, put a link or whatever you need to do but point is i think people need to understand the judge essentially said that this suit was without any merit essentially a frivolous lawsuit okay so um, when we talk about all these groups of block the box, transparency, Prue Beidler, all the, the for mayor, all that, all that stuff. Referendum, which we'll railroad into. group. Um, okay, fine. You you make the caucus spend money in a campaign and all that. That's private money. Yeah. But this is our tax dollars. Lake Forest. This we the taxpayers have depending on which number you're going with, either $40,000 or $100,000 and less taxes, less tax dollars available for real things for us because they had to spend it on this litigation that a judge said was essentially a frivolous lawsuit. 
Get out of here. So, and now I have a question about this. So this Lake Forest Preservation Foundation. Yeah. They just sent out this very slick mailer um, with a nonprofit uh, postage rate. Unfortunately, you can't really see it here. But yeah. in it, if you read it, there's a whole series of articles about the value of sensitive development in the CBD and development of the CBD. Keep it on your radar. That sounds very political to me. Um, so again, I, I am all, I'm a big history. Okay, I I I took uh, AP U.S. history in high school, and I love and I love historical buildings. I love the history of Lake Forest, um, but I I think. They've gone to an extreme, and the fact that they're using that they are a, a, a charitable organization that gets a nonprofit postage rate, but they are they enjoined in the lawsuit. And I understand that they didn't have to pay any legal fees; that the legal fees were pro bono. Um, yeah, the guy that runs it's a lawyer, so one of their members. But nonetheless, pretty shady to me that you got a nonprofit group and you're you're suing the city, costing us a hundred grand in taxes. And you got this uh, nonprofit organization postage rate, which is a substantial break in postage if you just did a mailer on your own. Um, I don't know. But again, maybe I'm all wrong and they can come on and talk about it or put out a statement that uh, talking about what I just said and refuting it. Fine. Um, stand in line with Prue Beidler and but, but the judge ruled that this was that the city was well within its rights. And I think this eight, you know, the HPC, somebody's got to look at some of that, some of these rules that they have. That there is a, there is going to be a very big crisis in this city, in the historic district in the next few years with all these cedar roofs that are going to need to be replaced. And and the insurance companies, hey, Mike Rummel's an insurance agent. Maybe he can talk about how um, uh, the insurance rates are. Their insurance companies can't are not, insure them. Can't insure them. So something needs to be done. You want to just replace them all with asphalt? That's going to look ugly. There's this nice synthetic material that's being used elsewhere in the city that if you, I, I talked to a couple of the aldermen that drove up to uh, some of the sites around the rest of the city that use this and you can't tell the difference between it and the, uh, and the real cedar. And it's actually better. It's more fire resistant. Um, you've all heard my story about my cedar roof in Glenview catching on fire. Um, my God, there's a crisis going to happen in this city if we don't address some of this stuff. I am all for history. I love history. I love Market Square. But Market Square, the inside of it was remodeled to be safe, to have modern electrical wiring, to have modern plumbing, um, so that it could last another 100 years, 200 years, who knows. Um, but the this is an example of uh, going from historical to hysterical. This stuff all adds up because it costs us money. Well, here you want to talk about costing money. When's our tax bill coming out? Whoa! Uh, I don't know. Good question. Uh, Holly Kim would know better than me. I'm. I'm still. I think on the, it's going to come out pretty soon. soon and I think there's going to be some very angry people. Not Matt, Matt Montgomery's doing the rubber chicken circuit. Um, there must be a reason why he's going out there to talk to the people because. Got some splaining to do. <laughs> because when you think you're paying an extra four fifty in taxes and it's a thousand more. 
to say. Yeah. I mean, look, this look the, the 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 calling card for living in this city has been lowest property taxes in Lake County. Okay? And the city continues to be, I think, very fiscally responsible. There's some debate about the turf fields, but I think in the long run, that was a good investment. Yes, Paul. <laughs> um, but oh, 30 minutes go. Yeah. But the school district, I think there's some, there's a lot of question marks here. And that, that, that referendum passed by the thinnest of margins. And I think I, I, and I'm not I telling know you kind of several hair. people who voted yes that would now vote no because of of some things. So again, I, I, I welcome a conversation with Dr. Montgomery and the elected school board um, because I think they have some explaining to do. To well, that, that, and, and look, maybe we got it wrong and they can give us an explanation. But I, I, I think there's, I think we were sold a bill of goods that, and I get the whole, we look, schools are important. I get it. It's for the children, right? But well, they've burned all this maintenance on the school over the years. Shame on them because they should have been maintaining the school. They had the funds within the existing budget to, to do regular maintenance. And if, that's an old trick. Uh, former school board member here to have a drink. Uh, <laughs> That's an old trick that school districts learn at the school board conferences is um, put off some of your maintenance so that when you need a referendum, you can show them how dilapidated your buildings have become. Well, we'll see. He's coming on the show, so we'll see. We'll ask. Honest to God, they had that in a seminar. They said put off some of your uh, uh, routine maintenance so that you can highlight how bad the, the, the buildings are so you get more sympathy for, or and put the trailers. We didn't do trailers here, but some school districts, they do the trailers and they, they don't put them in the back, put them in the front. So all the residents see, they got trailers that for the kid, poor little kids. Yeah. Well, the, the reason why I bring it up, if, if you don't pay attention to this stuff, you can get whacked with a thousand dollar bill that you could have oh. not had to pay. So I mean, we're going to price a lot of people out. I mean, I, I get that this is a community with uh, a good amount of wealth and I, I respect that, but this is not all, this isn't all very East Lake forest, right? There's a lot of people here. No that I think, <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with wealth. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pro wealth, right? I'm pro success. Um, but uh, there's a lot of folks, a lot of working people in this community uh, in Lake Forest, not just Lake Bluff, Lake Forest, that I think are going to get priced out eventually because they, the taxes are, are growing, growing, and growing. I mean, we're the worst taxed state in the country um, already. I mean, how many people have left Illinois because of the taxes? So this is just going to make it worse and worse. And it's just is it right? And they're, well, we'll just get new people. We'll get more rich people in and, and, you know, and they'll pay. And it's just, it's just a Starbucks a day. That's all that boy. How many times have I heard that crap? If you just have one less Starbucks a day, you'll be able to afford this tax donation to the social. Like, who the hell are you to tell me whether I should have a Starbucks or any, or anything else? Ensure. I mean, come on. <laughs> Premier protein. Uh, from Costco in Metawa that should have been in Lake Forest. You know what the second most question was last night? What? Where's the Woolworth lunch counter? 
I, you know, I, I don't get that joke. I'm a little old. I don't, I'm not old enough to remember Woolworth. I mean, no. I can't remember a little, but can you explain that one to me? I, I don't uh, get it. I'm, just go look in some of the Facebook chat rooms. They'll explain it for you. I don't have time for all that social media. Oh, I do. Or, I okay. Well, you give me a summary then sometime, but I, I, I got a job. I got a family to raise. Uh, I'm going to sit all night on the internet and in my underwear. And, and it was good to see uh, profiles. It was it was great to see the lovely wife out looking bo- both of the wives out last night looking spectacular. Amen. Spectacular. So in a nutshell, it's good to see the community come out, love us, hate us, just watch us. You know, nobody likes to see how the sausage is made. You came out, maybe you didn't know what you were voting for. <laughs> maybe you did. But uh if you don't pay attention to what's going on, you're going to get hit with a $1,000 tax bill. Just wait. Joe, watch out thoughts. for that transparency group. I mean, be, follow the money, okay? I, I, they're, they, they're, they're probably feeling very emboldened right now. They're doing their little happy dance. And, here, uh, here, maybe they could get a clip out of this. Here's why I don't like them. Number one, the leader, John Turkla, okay? He's a liar. Okay, when I say liar, he said he's going to give us a, the 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 video of his meeting, and he didn't do it. You thought right. he would? <laughs> it's so adorable. Well, no, but that <laughs> is that a liar or a question of integrity? Either or, you know, either or. Okay, so that's leading the pack. Then you got Prue Bidler funding everything, who is the Democratic uh, supporter in the for the Midwest. And she's still funding the that horrible Eric Reinhardt, who's who's letting who's undoing the work of the Lake Forest Police and all the police in Lake County by letting these idiots out of jail. So then you go down the list. Prue's connected to the state senator Susan Garrett, who's connected to the current senator Julie Morrison. So you got the three Democrats in cahoots. You got the bylaw expert. Uh, what's her name again? I saw her last night. Uh, Henretta. Hen- Henretta. Okay. She's bylaw a downtown. Expert. She works downtown. <laughs> downtown Glenview. Downtown Glenview. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice little three block downtown. Yeah. And then you got the cherry on top of the Sunday, Melanie Rummel, who wants to be mayor so bad. Oh, so but, but it's indignant when you ask her. Yeah. I mean, look, if you want to be mayor, just say it. I respect that. So that's why I don't like those people. And they're using the name transparency. Okay. That's why I got a problem with them. If they would just address, you know, those issues, I would, I would stop making caricature. Well, maybe I wouldn't. It's fun. But I got a caricature of the Rummels, by the way. Oh, the cartoons? House of no, House of Cards, Lake Forest, oh. Lake Forest edition. Yeah. Remember, you ever watch House of Cards on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they want to be. Like, man, wife that both were president, or in this case, mayor. So, so when people say, "Pete, what you know? What's you know? What burns your butt?" Well, besides the flame oh! three feet high, <laughs> it's these people that go out there and do this stuff. I just don't like bullshit. I just don't. Okay. Now you call it as you see it, and you're no rubber stamp for the caucus. I've said that all along to a lot of people um when they bring stuff up ask Bennis. ask Bennis if i'm a fan pete is, pete. pete is gonna say what's on his mind and you may sometimes i agree with you sometimes i don't but i respect well, that you always are 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 up front and and tell people where you stand and you bring up issues that no one else wants to talk about 
So uh, props to you. If it wasn't for this show, people wouldn't know half of what's going on in this town because there's no damn local news anymore. Um, oh, hey, Dorfman. Good to see you last night. No, I, I, look, Dan Dorfman is the last man standing in local news coverage because he used to just cover Lake Forest. Now he's got to cover like Northern Illinois. Oh, he so, was. Did you see him going after Peru? And well, that's his job. That's really I know, but then Peru Peru wins because she thought it was me. That was you. And then it's oh, hey Dan, and they're arm and arm out. Whatever. I, I you know, but, but whatever. It's you know, this is inside baseball. If you want to know what's going on in town, listen to the show. We get it right most of the time, and when we don't, we correct ourselves. Like Sheila Henretta in 2019. You were wrong, and she obviously watches because she she. Well, I wasn't wrong. Wrong. She was the president of the last five. Look, I I didn't live here then, so I'm going to play ignorance. But the point is, I I think there's a whole, you know, misrepresentation of it. And, you know, she worked in the Quinn administration at the time. Uh, So, again, we talk about some of the background of the transparency group of the partisan leanings. I mean, she worked for Pat Quinn. Hey, look, it's what makes a market. You or have, and, and so whatever they got their view we got our view but you sh- you know what our view is you gotta be, i don't think you know what theirs is I, yeah i just wish they would be fully transparent in in their donations and their expenditures and all that and file of course now they they might who knows maybe they'll file a report at the state board of elections today after the vote is taken Maybe That's not really, it's like waited until after the election to file her report. Um, this that's garbage. File, oh. tell, show us up front what you're spending and who's giving you the money. Um, the best vehicle to do that is the state board of elections reporting system. Even if you're not legally required to do it, go that extra mile because otherwise, you putting the word transparency your name is a crock. <laughs> Joe, any other notes from uh, last night? Hey. I, I I was happy to stand out there and, and see everybody, uh, the positives and negatives. It's good to see the people out. And we got the tree lighting coming up. We got Thanksgiving coming up. This is a hallmark town. Got aldermanic elections uh, in March. Let's see. Uh, congratulations. All the caucus aldermanic candidates were slated. Um, so there was people splitting their vote obviously on that and uh, i'm going to say all their names just so we have it because we are the a lot of people get their information oh god here we go uh wait where is it we're like chat gpt uh we don't pete clemens ward one nancy novid ward one alice lavert ward three ted knotts ward two and eileen luby weber ward four so alice notes notes Oh, notes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ted. Ted notes. And Eileen Luby Weber, word four. So the newcomers uh, to the council uh, would be Pete Clements and Alice Levert. Um, Pete will be taking uh, Joe Waldeck's um, uh, uh, spot. He's not running again for that vacancy that was created. And then um, Alice Levert, who's on the uh, 67 uh, school board, I believe will be taking uh, Jim Preschlack's uh, spot because Jim is term limited. So I think those are great folks. I'm hearing rumors that there might be a contest. Some of these things might get contested. So let's it's see how they get contested. Uh, what? It's all going to get contested. I yeah, can't- well, look, if they want to make, if they really want to bring Lake Forest to a stalemate and they really don't like Mayor Tack, 
then this is a way to stop them, you know, create create uh, chaos at the council for them. Melanie Rummel for mayor. Are you running, Melly? Melanie? Yes or no? Yes, no, or I'm still thinking. No, why are you asking me? Not, oh, I'm so sick of you. With a look of venom. That's called living. Right. I wish I wish you had video on that, man, because I think I wish everyone in the city could have seen how she reacted. I wish I was better. I, I was I was, you know, I, I I was trying to respect her. But when I saw that last night, that reaction, I was. You know what that is, Joe? That's living rent free in somebody's head. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Why? I, I, I if you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Yeah, if you're going to be I married... Went, I, I went on this show knowing fully well that people would come and criticize me. I don't care. Actually, kind of, I'm kind of flattered by it. Melanie, if you want to be mayor, you got to have thicker skin. That's all I'm saying. Same to you, Mike. And good luck with your insurance biz. And what happened with Costco? On that note, Joe, we're going to put this podcast out as soon as I get done editing it instead of Saturday morning so people can, you know, chew through it. Uh, we welcome all the comments out there. You guys, yeah, talk, you it. guys are great. Uh, <laughs> I love running into people into town, uh, whether it's at the meeting or at Duffers or Chiefs or Lantern or all the great restaurants. Even Jewel, people come up to me and say, "Aren't you the guy on that?" Yeah, I'm the guy. <laughs> yeah, why don't you come on the show with that opinion? Well, look, if they're just a private citizen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into it. But a lot of people are very nice, Pete. I think a lot of, I've had a lot of people thank us. Or the show because it's it's um, it's must they, they watch it's, trans, it's transparent it's authentic like me before I came on this show I'd listen every week because I, it's the only way I learned about things going on in town so well, I, I think it's great well I think it you just have to uh, like you say call them as you see them and then when the facts change change your opinion okay and I'll, I'll sum it up with this look. You can go back in, in history of this podcast and you can see the warts of the caucus and the things that they need to do improve themselves. I'm looking forward to Joe O'Reedy's leadership. That's why I'm 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 pro caucus and we're gonna give him a chance to do what he can to help uh you know right this ship. So there it is. If you want to know, go go check out the uh the archives of, of, of the show. And if you have an opinion, make a comment. And if you want to make change, then volunteer for the caucus because they need all the help that, that they can get, people showing up to these meetings. Joe, final word. Lake Forest is still a great city. Don't let the haters bring us down. Don't let a small group of people uh, tell us how to run the city because we've seen in the past what that can do. But continue to speak out. If you feel strong about something, speak out. I'm all for that. But don't, we all have to take everybody's voice with perspective. And again, I think the silent majority of this community loves Lake Forest and thinks that Mayor Tack is doing a great job. Here, here. Enjoy your Wednesday, all. All right, here, let me hit. Go uh, Scouts basketball. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Scouts. Football team didn't make it, but hey, go Scouts basketball. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. 
Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at Doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. 